Welcome to the Drop the Weight Podcast. I'm your host, Katherine May, where every week we're diving into weight loss mindsets to ensure your efforts at better health lasts long after your diet ends. I'm a Christian mental health and weight loss mindset coach who's obsessed with helping you break free from emotional eating, discover sabotaging mindsets that hinder even the best attempts at weight loss, and create healthy habits that lead to consistent results in your weight loss journey. So grab your favorite cup of something warm, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to finally drop the weight inside out and live whole, healed, and healthy. All right, there we are. So, hey, everybody, good morning. Good morning. Welcome uh, to the chat this morning. Welcome to. Um... Welcome to my office. <laughs> Welcome to my life. I'm inviting you guys in uh, to just be part of some things that I'm working through, some things that I am establishing within my own life. And I'm just getting to share those things with you. To truly be healthy, we have to have whole health, like healthy inside, healthy outside all the way. Right. So you guys who have been hanging out with me for a while, you know, that that's kind of my message. Like, I believe that, um, if you're not healthy in your mind, you're definitely not going to be healthy externally because nobody really wants to take care of themselves when they feel like crap, when they don't feel happy, positive, um, you know, have a, uh, you know, have good thought patterns, have a renewed mind. Honestly, that's the truth of it all is having a renewed mind. Um, so we're not going to be doing the things that we need to take care of ourselves if we are not feeling it. Okay. Does that make sense? So I looked up the definition of habits because there's lots and lots of things we do during the day that we don't really think a lot about. We just do them habitually, right? They're just things we do. Like we can call them routines or we can call them habits. So actually the definition of habits is routines or behaviors that are repeated regularly and they tend to occur subconsciously. So they're things that we do that we don't even really think about. We're just doing them. And so, you know, uh, I know I, for, I have a lot of habits. I have a lot of habits, whether they're good or bad. I know just in listening to that, that um, definition of habits that I definitely have habits, whether they're good or bad habits are just little small decisions that I make and actions that I perform every day. Some of my habits that I do every day. I perform them without even thinking about it. I just know that I'm going to be doing these things. These are not necessarily good or bad, but these are just habits. Um, some of those things that I do are get up and I brush my teeth and I get, you know, and I, I, I go to the restroom and I get my son breakfast. And then we watch cartoons for every single morning because he just wants to sit in my lap and he doesn't want me to do anything but sit with him. So we sit and watch cartoons for an hour. <laughs> That's not bad, but it's not the best use of my morning time either. But anyways, <laughs> it's one of those habits I was telling him this morning. I was like, Hey buddy, we're going to have to start doing some different things in the morning. Okay. Together, instead of just sitting in front of the TV, cause it, it kind of makes me tired. I don't like to watch TV a lot and I don't have a habit of watching a lot of TV, but when I find that when I do watch TV, I just feel unmotivated to do anything else past what I've already done. Like sitting in front of the TV makes me really sleepy, really sluggish. And I just no, it's not a fun way to start my day. I told him we're going to have to start doing some different things. And so we've been doing like yoga and stuff, but some not necessarily bad, but unhealthy habits that I have are I'm waking up in the morning every single day after I do my like bathroom routine, I go straight to the coffee pot. And instead of grabbing my water, I grab coffee. And then I drink that coffee. And then after I'm done with that cup of coffee, I haven't eaten yet. I'm like, mm, I'm starting to get hungry. So I'm going to go get another cup of coffee. So I go get another cup of coffee. And then I sit, I sit and I drink that cup of coffee and that 
first hour of me being awake, I have had two cups of coffee and no food and no water. That's a really bad habit. I know it's a bad habit, not because it's not delicious and it's not the worst habit I can have, but it's not a good productive habit for me to kickstart my metabolism and help my brain to get the nourishment and hydration that it needs so that it can start thinking for the day. Right. So I need to establish a new habit of first off grabbing at least eight ounces of water before I go for my coffee and making sure that I have some kind of plan for breakfast and to have that within the first 30 minutes of me being awake. And I do not like to cook period. (laughs) It's just funny because a lot of you guys watch my YouTube videos and you're like, well, you're cooking all the time. Yeah. Because I have a family (laughs) and because I know that I can't eat out and stay healthy. I just know that. So I I cook because I have to, not because I enjoy it. I truly don't. I I just don't like to cook. So I really don't want to do it if I'm half asleep. So I'm not going to be cooking a big breakfast in the morning time. So I have to have a plan for something that I can do. That's going to be fast that either I'm prepping it the night before when I have all the energy um, or in the middle of the afternoon, there's ways that I can incorporate having a healthy breakfast. I just have to make a plan and do it because without a plan, there's nothing, nothing's going to happen. Like I'm going to, I'm setting myself up for failure. Uh, you know, not having a plan is planning to fail. Let's just say it that way. Okay. So I've definitely learned that in my life. So, um, habits though can form without a person uh, intending to even acquire them. They can happen without you meaning them to happen. You didn't, I didn't mean to just make this habit. And I've been thinking about this the last few months, like how in the world did I get to this place where I'm drinking coffee very first thing in the morning and nothing else? How did I get here? Oh my gosh. I don't, I don't remember being this person. I was never this person before I used to wake up and get water. Sometimes I'd even get up in the middle of the night because I was thirsty and get water. But I, I just find that I have changed this. It's a slow, gradual slip into this new habit that I've, that I've done. I didn't intentionally mean it. It just became this somehow part of my adult lifestyle now where my early twenties, I didn't do this. I just, I just drank coffee occasionally. Now I'm like a coffeeaholic, probably because back then I had a really unhealthy habit of cigarette smoking and I just didn't need as much stimulation from caffeine. I don't even know. I know caffeine is a drug, like it's addicting too. So who knows? I I know that I'm working through that stuff. So this is just me being transparent with you, but they can be um, deliberately cultivated or they can be deliberately eliminated. So they can be like things you don't mean to happen. They just kind of happen over time. And you're like, Oh, wait a minute. I, 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 how did I, I didn't used to do this. Why do I do this now all the time? Um, they can be deliberately cultivated, which means you're like, I'm going to, no matter what, do this thing for an extended period of time until it becomes a habit. And then they can also be deliberately undone, like changed, rearranged and, and eliminated. And that is just saying like, I'm not going to do this certain thing, no matter what, for a certain amount of time till it becomes an unhabit. Like me with smoking, for instance, when I used to smoke, it was like, uh, that was just going to be what I did. Every time I ate, I went outside and had a cigarette. That's just what I did. And so to eliminate that habit, oh my goodness, y'all, it was tough. But I knew that I needed to for my health, for my well-being, for my children. Mostly I but any really good thing I've ever done in my life, any really good habit I've ever really um acquired and kept as a good habit in my life has been starting from this uh point of I look at my children and I'm like, I'm gonna do this for them. For some reason, it's easier for me to do something for them at first, that's good for me, then it is for me to do it for me, period. Like I'm doing this for me because it's healthy for me. 
eventually it gets there. But my, my very first thought when it's something that I know is detrimental to my health, for instance, like cigarettes, um, I had to say like, I'm going to do this for them because I don't want them to see me smoke. I don't want them to smoke. I don't want, and I can't be like, do what I say, not what I do. I'm not going to do that. So anyways, to, to break that habit, I had to forcefully eliminate it by okay, if I'm going to go outside to smoke a cigarette after, um, you know, I, I eat every day, then now I'm going to still want to go outside to smoke, but how do I handle that? You know, how do I deal with that? So, um, I was around smokers. So, so our, our environment can lend to the habits that we have. Um, it can help us with our habits or it could hinder our good, you know, healthy habits and help us create unhealthy habits by the people we hang around with or the environments that we're in. And I was in an unhealthy environment in a lot of different ways whenever I was smoking y'all, but I'm just going to stick to this, this. Okay. Um, but everyone around me smoked everyone in my family, everyone in, in like the adult, the other adult that was at that time in my home, everybody smoked. And I grew up with a smoker. I've, I've seen, it just was part of life. Like my mom smoked while she was breastfeeding. I mean, it's just part of what was normal. And so it was hard for me, but I had to take a step back in order to establish a new habit and forcefully say, no, I'm not going to, I can't like, I would go hang out with my family, but I would say like, I'm not going to go outside on the porch with y'all. I'm going to stay inside with the kids and play. And then I'm, I'm gonna go out there when y'all are done smoking or it got to the point where I was like, I can't handle this. I need the social aspect of it all. So I thought, well, if I'm going to create the healthy habit, I was determined y'all have to be determined when you want to create new habits in your life that are helpful uh, for your health, that are breaking off old things, bad things, uh, things that are harmful for you. I took an actual Walmart receipt and I rolled that thing up. I know this is going to sound so silly y'all, but I rolled that receipt up and I taped it and it looked and felt, and, and it was the, the length of the type of cigarette that I smoked at the time. And I, I, I took that thing and I put it up to my lips and I thought, this feels like a cigarette. I can handle this. And, um, I had a nicotine patch. that was helping me. And I went through coaching coaching is so helpful. You guys, when you're like, Oh, I need help. And I'm stuck. Um, I went through coaching and did like a quit line. I called them and I was like accountable to them. And I was like, I'm going to fall off the wagon. I would call them like, I need help. And so they would send me these patches. And I, I went through those for like three weeks and then I didn't need them anymore. I was able to break this habit of smoking off my life after three weeks time. It became my new norm to not smoke anymore. I had to begin to start changing, not just the things I did in the external, like I'm not going to pick up the cigarette anymore after I eat, I'm going to grab my cigarette receipt <laughs> and I'm going to hold that in the car out the window, like a dummy, or I'm going to, whatever it took. I looked foolish. I looked silly doing this. And I actually had to like take toilet paper. Y'all are going to totally laugh at me, but I had to take toilet paper, put it in the end of that receipt, just so I could get the same feel of the cigarette. If you've never been a smoker before, praise God to you. I'm glad. But if you have, you know what I'm talking about? Like you had, there was, I had to have, it can just have like the air flowing through like a straw, you know? <laughs> so it was really frustrating for, you know, a few weeks. And then Suddenly I had gotten myself in this place where I had told myself enough that I am a non-smoker. I'm a non-smoker. I had to identify myself as something else. I had to identify uh, my new healthy habit as part of my identity. And so I would begin to say, I'm no longer a smoker. I'm not a smoker. I was a smoker. I'm a non-smoker. It was the weirdest thing for me. Now we are like years and years and years and years past this. And I'm, I look back at that, you know, a decade ago. And I'm like, 
oh my goodness, like I have been a non-smoker for more than a decade and that's crazy. And I can't even remember being a smoker. And anytime I even smell it, I'm like, well, I can't, I can't, I got to get it somewhere else. So anyways, I say all that to say it can be done, you guys, and no matter what the habit is, if you want to, you can deliberately cultivate or you can deliberately eliminate. Now, change is a scary word. I understand that. The reason why we don't like the word change is because it's going to create some kind of uncomfortableness in our life because we get comfortable doing the same things we've always done, but we're getting the same results we've always gotten. So in order to have change in your life, you have to change something in your life. And I know it's going to be uncomfortable and it's going to be a little awkward, but if you're the one you know, and if you're not the one, you're like, I don't really want to change that bad. This is not for you. You can stop listening right now. But if you're like, Hey, I do have some things in my life. I've been really trying to change and work towards to get better on or to eliminate this and replace it with that. And I'm struggling on my own floundering around out here. That's why I'm going to do this challenge. But for me, one of my three things that I'm going to establish, uh, cause I'm doing this with y'all is to pick this water up before I drink coffee every single day. Another um, habit that I'm going to establish is going to bed at a specific time, waking up at a specific time, whether or not my son is like, mom, I want coffee. I mean, he doesn't say coffee. <laughs> he says coffee and juice because that's what we say, but he really wants juice. He's saying like, mom, I, I want you to get up is what he's trying to say. Usually he comes to wake me up. Like, so I want to establish a habit of getting up before him. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. So there's things that you probably can think of right now in your own life that you would like to see um, different. Okay, ladies, you are gonna wanna hear this. I am so thrilled to be doing a four-day weight loss mindset reset challenge, and I want to extend an invitation to you to be part of that. So if this is something that you know that you need help with, if this is something you're struggling with, you're doing all the things, right? Like we know the things to do on our weight loss journey. Like there's basic things to do, and I do teach a lot of what to do for weight loss that worked for me long-term on my 55 pound plus weight loss journey. But most of the time, it's not about the doing that trips us up long-term. Like we can all lose weight. Like you can do extreme things and lose weight. Everybody can do that. And we all know like basic things. I think at least most of us know, eat less, move more, that type of stuff. That's basic weight loss. But how do we sustain it? How does it stay off? And why do I keep losing weight and then gaining it right back? Or why do I keep, you know, finding myself on the couch late at night, binge eating ice cream or chips or not even realizing that maybe I battle with emotional eating. Those are the types of things that I address so much in this challenge. And so I really want you to be a part of this. If this is something that you think, Hey, I would like more information register today. I'm going to put a link in the description below. It's a free four day class. So you're going to want to be a part of that. So let's work together. Let's do this. Join my other group of women who are going to be doing this four day weight loss mindset reset and let's get it done. Let's get it done. I'm so excited. So don't forget to click the link below. I'll see you on the other side. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Drop the Weight. Don't forget to check the show notes for all the links I shared with you today, including ways to connect with me on social media. If you love this episode and you haven't subscribed yet, I'd love for you to take a moment and rate this podcast and subscribe so that you'll never miss an episode. New episodes drop every week and I can't wait to hang out with you again soon.